And as we commence the podcast, I shall quote, I think it was a British, Welsh, some form of Western European rock band that had a song that was the actual opening theme song for Charm. And the lead singer of the song, I'm assuming he's the lead singer, only heard one song by him, and that's the song that I'm quoting right now. He said in the song, he said, You shut your mouth, how can you say? I go about things the wrong way. Nigga, I am human and I need to be loved just like everybody else. Now, I'm going to tell you, I've been watching Charm since I was 13 years old. I, to this day, I literally have no clue what the fuck he's talking about when he says that. But I'm assuming it's something interesting. Hence <laughs> the hints, the hints, the hints, the sentence that commits to this podcast. What's going on with you guys live and people fair that podcast? We are here. We are here. We are recording this in a Starbucks coffee shop. I know I got a habit of recording this in coffee shops. I've recorded this podcast in very interesting places. Y'all know, like, I used to be like, when I'm I used to live in the pocket, which is this neighborhood in another city. I will not disclose because I want you thirsty ass niggas at my house. Uh, I remember I used to record at this Mexican Mexican spot they had called um I forgot the name. See, trying to give y'all trying to give y'all hints where I live at accidentally. <laughs> accidentally. I just started learning how to pronunciate my words in fullness and contentness. But what's rocking with you guys? How you doing? Um Man, I gotta tell you, man. So for those of you guys who are wondering what that clip art signifies, the clip art that I have right here, the clip art for this basically is um, the clip art. This for those of you who are watching right now, y'all saw the clip art. It's a picture of like a, a hawk and a raven. It's like a blue. It's like a blue background with this bronze feathered hawk. That actually is the symbol for the Ravenclaw House of Hogwarts. For those of you guys out there who are Harry Potter fans, for those of y'all who were not Harry Potter fans who happen to be who happen to be getting pussy in high school, were not nerds like myself. You know, it was just it was just was dope back in the day, man. Harry Potter was the shit, and what motivated me to put that clip out was because I took. They have this website called Pottermore for those of you guys who really do just indulge in Harry Potter content in the arts. And so I went on there and I took the te- I took the the, uh, the Sorting Hat test. But y'all know for those of y'all who read Harry Potter as a kid, y'all know what I'm talking about the Sorting Hat test. You found out which hat, which house you were going to. And I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I low key went through a whole character debate when I was taking the test because I was like, like. I took it hella seriously because, like, so in the Hogwarts, which y'all know y'all have Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff, and Slytherin, and the brave niggas, the courageous niggas are entered into the house of Gryffindor, the more wiser, wittier, individual, kind of weird, borderline Kanye, what? You know what? That makes you wonder, you know, dude, we can do a game. I didn't even do I just thought about this right now. Anyway, but let me, let me, I'm going to get to the game later. But anyway, so I ended up getting sorted into the house of Ravenclaw for Hogwarts. And that means I'm kind of more on the intellectual, scholarish, but individual, witty kind of side, which I, I do identify with that. I am a, it's weird because I feel like I'm a nerd, but I don't feel like I'm an intellectually like gifted nerd. Like I'm one of those dudes who can like speak 85 different languages and source and do source coding for Apple Apple products. Like I'm, I ain't never been on that class. But as far as like speaking different languages, learn knowing, but then I wonder nowadays is weird. Is like I feel like the umbrella. I feel like the I feel like the thing that labels... See, back in the day, back when your mom and your daddy was going to school and your older brother was throwing kids in trash cans, being a nerd back in the day, that used to just signify somebody who had who displayed intelligence in high school. You just had to... You didn't even have, you didn't even have to be like... You just had to just have significant intelligence and just a random area. Nigga be one of those dudes who just count straws for, for boredom. I don't know. Like, you... It just... It really, back in the day, just... It just... Nerding back in the day was just you having... You just... You just having interest in, like, a... You just have an interest in an area. It can just be interest in anything. Like fucking, 
you you knew all you knew every you knew how many McDonald you knew how many McChickens and how many McNuggets were made at McDonald's every day, or you were a fan of uh, gargoyles and we're a fan of gar like back in the day. But see, I think I think all of us are nerds in our own way. It's just the nerd. The word nerd has such a negative connotation to it. Like obviously, if you like like if you're a fan of sports, if you're a fan of rugby and soccer, if you're one of those people who has Chicago Bears tattooed on your right bicep, obviously you're a nerd of football culture. And it's the same thing with me. Like I'm a nerd of, of I'm a nerd of a uh, I say I'm a nerd of just like of ethnic culture. I'm a nerd of like learning about the traditions of the Bolivian people, the traditions of the Costa Rican people, the traditions of the Bolivian people, and the traditions of Nicaragua, the traditions of the West Africans. Whether you go to East Africa, or the Kenyans, like I'm a fan of that culture. So I mean, I'm a fan of nerd of that culture. So I'm saying I have to say this. <laughs> I'm saying I have to say this, regardless of how I feel about my nerds, my my standing as a nerd. J.K. Rowling tends to obviously assume that I am when I got sorted into the Ravenclaw house, and that's why that is the end of that is the clip on this podcast. So, shout out to my Ravenclaws out there! Shout out to everybody out there who's a Ravenclaw. I should just I should just everybody because I like his personality. Because I remember when Facebook first popped off, and I made my first Facebook page. I remember taking the test and uh, like trying to. Remember they had all those little personality tests you could take. Like one could say like what your spirit animal was or. What was your favorite? If you were a chip, what bag of chips you would be? Or like, if you were Beyonce's bodyguard, what is Beyonce bodyguard? If you were Jay Z, if you were on Jay Z's crew, if you were on Jay Z's crew, how fast would it be before you would be fired? Like, just random shit like that. I, I, I like, I like, I like tests like that because I feel like tests like that kind of help me. I don't know, like, I don't know about y'all, bro, but I always feel like every other month I have to do just a self personality check and check. Have there been any significant changes? Like, am I becoming a different person? Like, I, I gotta do, I gotta have like a little moment. Like, I'm like, okay, let me take a moment. Let me take a moment to step back. Let me take a moment to step back and think. Like, let me take a moment to step back and think. Am I still me? You know, it's like a self, like a self checkup every other day, man. It's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm. So I was doing that with the Harry Potter thing now. For those of you guys who are listening, who do happen to be Harry Potter fans, who do happen to be aware and be well acknowledged of the work of J.K. Rowling, let's play a game called Which House Do You Think This Celebrity Will Be Sorted Into? And for those of you guys who are not Harry Potter fans, hey, it is what it is. I'm sorry. Y'all niggas need to just get a library card and catch up or watch the movies. It is what it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I really am. Uh, let's, let's start. Okay. Which house do you think, which Hogwarts wizarding house do you think Kanye West be, would be sorted into by far Gryffindor. I say Gryffindor. I think I think Kanye West has the intellectual intellectual cap, capa, capacity of a Ravenclaw and the individuality, but as far as just that reckless boldness, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck kind of attitude. I think if you I think if you had to sort them, I think probably more than likely he probably going to he probably going to Gryffindor. Now, now if you also had to do the same thing with Kanye, if you had to do the same thing with Kim. Cam would be able to do the same thing with Cam. Cam would probably be sorted into. Kind of hard to say. Um, if I had to gauge one, I think Cam would be in Ravenclaw. And I don't know. I think because when I think of Ravenclaws, I think that Ravenclaws, if they're not too individualistically unique, if they're not too, who's uh, a very like kind of kind of known for being a, uh, if they're not too Katy Perryish. They kind of have like this odd, beautifully feminine awe aura about them. Like it's a lot of pretty like this. From what I've read, from my interpretation of the literature, all the bad bitches are on Ravenclaw. Shout out to Ravenclaw. We got all the bad bitches in Ravenclaw. So all the bad bitches. So with that being said, y'all bitches in Gryffindor. Y'all got y'all got nappy at nappy headed Hermione. But anyway, with that being said, uh, so I think she'd be in Ravenclaw. 
Um, let me think. Who's somebody else? Let's see Lil Uzi Vert. Lil Uzi Vert, definitely Ravenclaw. Definitely Raven, Ravenclaw. Definitely Ravenclaw. Steve Irwin. You know, cause see, cause it's, it's hard because, like, see, see, it's weird because, like, when you're sorting them, like, I don't know if they're doing, like, a general, I don't know if they're doing, like, a general role because, like, when you even think of the people, like, even if you think of, like, uh, Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, for those who don't know, he had the boldness and the recklessness and the heart of a lion-esque nature of Gryffindor because this nigga was really wrestling full-grown crocodiles. But at the same time, you could also argue that he had that knowledge, that that interest, that interest in animals, that love and passion for animals that he had. You could argue that that comes from a Ravenclaw standpoint. So it could have been in there as well. Like it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot of different, it's a lot of different ways that it's a lot of different ways that could have went. Like I don't know, just hypothetically, just hyper, 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 hypothetically speaking. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Hey, I don't know why I thought about that, man. I don't know. I'm always, I mean, you know, I, I'm an, I'm with nerd culture. Hell, even before I started watching this podcast. I was watching um even before I started recording this podcast, I was um I was watching Justice League. I was watching Justice League the second season and it was a season where Hawkwoman for those who don't know about this, you know, it was a season when Hawkwoman she She tried to take over the Hawkwoman, she tried to take over the um She tried to I forgot what she tried to do. I think she's trying to take over the um what was she trying to take over? She's trying to take over oh no. Her people were trying to use the trying to take over the earth. This is a long story. I've been on Hawks, Hawk Woman, and Hawks Woman. I've been on I've been on the whole thing. I've been on the whole thing about Hawks. Yeah, I'm noticing that. Oh, I mean, I love them. Be, they are they are beautiful birds. I love that about them. So you know, hey, it's cool. It's cool. It's Gucci. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot to think about. It's a lot. It's a lot to think about. Um. It ain't really a lot to think about. I always say a lot to think about when I'm when I'm really out of ideas and I have nothing else to think about. But it's not a lot to think about. But yeah, I, yeah, I think I saw. I wonder, do we still live in a day and age where nerds are persecuted? I like nerds are persecuted. You know what show I was watching? And I'm, I'm jumping from subject to subject right now. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. There's this TV show they used to have on in between 1987 and 1993. Now, when I became aware of it, it was like in the 2000s because they, they brought it back on Nick and Night. This is back when Nickelodeon, like Nick and Night, they used to bring back all the old school classic 90s shows like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, The Cosby Show, and A Different World. And they had this in this one show called Different World. It was a show where the premise was these kids were in... Um, these kids... It was these black kids going to historically black college. And it was just, you know, just just following their lives and I ain't gonna lie to you bro I was sitting at the I was just sitting at home watching a few clips of it bro like it actually was a really good ass show like I, I'm it's one of those shows where like you gotta like I think shows like that they're applicable to any time in history cause it's just like it's like it's going to college like you, even if you don't even if you ain't a nigga you can relate to them going to college and having that conversation like I love when I watch shows like that and see, like, even, like, from the goofy episodes where you have, like, the uberly nerdy guy who's trying to talk to the really beautiful girl and she ain't giving him no play. She don't think he's his prince, char- her prince charming. You have, even when you go past, even when you have those moments like that, there were moments where you have, like, them talking about really serious black issues or even the how you have street culture versus, versus nerd culture. Like, I like the fact that those conversations were being had at that time and they're still being had. And... One thing about the '90s, like I'm noticing, like in these last few years, it's been like a celebration. It's just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a rebirth, like of, of '90s culture. And I think, I think a lot of what's causing that. 
I don't know if that happened with the eighties. I don't know if it's like in the nineties you had a eight like a, a rebirth eighties culture. I think this was causing that. All these films is being remade, like you know, they're remade straight out of Compton, they remade Tupac. And then on top of that, like because we're we're in a, we're in, these last two years have just been excellent moments for like black culture. And I think what's been going on is I think that because we're in a phase where we're trying to like the 90s was a really great year for black TV shows. It was a great time for black TV shows. I think you've had, you from the 70s up, they've always been TV shows. But I think the 90s was just, I think this is like the kind of like the, that early 90s when you had a different world on TV. The Bill Cosby show on TV. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on TV. You had Minister Society coming out. You had Boys in the Hood coming out. You had Friday about to come out. You had all this, you had just this, this just, this 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 just soil, this 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 bleeding soil, just great black TV shows that's coming out. It was a beautiful thing, and I think that's when I think that we're kind of having that right now, 2016 up until onwards. Like now, I guess the question we could ask, and I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking more about this now because reality is, we do live in a very diverse country. You don't see as much Filipino representation as you see black representation. You don't see as much Mexican representation in film that you see that you see as black representation, and a lot of that I really think is just because, and I just being real, we are so much more louder than other races. I don't even think it's a racist thing. It's just we're so much more louder. Like, see the one thing about, see the one thing about, um, excuse me, see the one thing about other races I think is like when we don't we. The difference between us and other races is we if we look on TV and we don't see us, we gonna cause but we gonna cause we gonna raise hell about it. We wanna see us, we want that attention. That's a good thing. I think that's what makes us charismatic is we gonna let you know, we gonna let you know, nigga, we don't see I don't see me on here, so there's something wrong with this. And sometimes it's racism, sometimes it's just, you know, racial population, like, you know, it is what it is. One of the most common arguments I've heard, like, in the black community between, like, screenplay writers and actors and shit like that was, like, you know, how you had friends and you never saw a single black person on Friends. And Friends was set in New York City. And I think last that I checked, I think, like, literally, black people in, black people in general in this country, we only make up 12%. But I think, last I checked, I think in New York City, I think we make up 30% of the population. I'm not sure if in the last I check, I think it's 30%. So it is very unrealistic that you grow up in a city and you don't see any black people. Like, that's just weird. And I think, but I think back in those times when they had friends, it's fucked up. But I mean, you know, like, Friends was one of those shows that they're trying to market to just the general, general America. I'm going to tell you what's weird about that. I'm going to tell you. See, watching Friends to me, and it's, and it's so weird, bro, because like, I feel like I honestly feel like I wasn't even thinking about this racial shit until, like, I got into my late teens. Like, because when I used to watch Friends as a kid, I never thought about the fact there was no black people. I'm really trying to remember when was the very first year of my life I was aware that I'm black and I have, like, I don't even, I, I can't even think. Like, I think maybe, I don't even know. I think, I think maybe I was 13, maybe. And I, I remember my mom bought me an African-American encyclopedia book. And I think it was I, I, let me look at that book because I'm I, I'm gonna keep telling you guys I keep telling I'm gonna keep saying the same thing I, I highly recommend that you guys read that it is a great book let me look it up African American Encyclopedia even if you're not black I highly recommend even if you're white I highly recommend you read the book I always I'm gonna tell you Charlamagne the God has said that before he said his mother who was a schoolhouse teacher she told him this I'm a, I'm gonna repeat the same thing. 
I highly recommend you indulge in literature and movies and anything that can that has nothing to do with you because it just wide it just widens your perspective on the world. It widens your perspective on how you see the world. Like, okay, I found that it's the Encyclopedia of African American Heritage by Susan Altman. By Susan Altman, I highly recommend. In fact, I'm gonna take a picture of that because I'm gonna put that as a clip up in my next episode. I highly recommend you read that book because it. Who is that? Because I highly because I because I'm gonna tell you you read that book. If you read that book, man, it, it, that book did good for me because that was my first impression of um, that was my first impression of learning about African American history and African American culture at large. And you know, now I will tell you, I will tell you what where it was bad. At, it was I guess is that was after reading that book, that's where I got more centered into my African American, Afro American, Black American. Ibanu American, like, like you know what I'm saying, got into set into my identity. I was like, okay, so this is what I am, and it's kind of weird because when I think of the stories that I wrote as a kid, I used to always come up with stories, and as I got old, and I got to point, when I got to a point where like when I got more centered into my like my black identity, that colored my art a lot. Like my character started coming out as black because before most of my characters would be like you know silver-haired fairies or you know be white guys because that was what i was seeing when i watched anime that was what I, that's what i was seeing so it was representing that but now i'm at a point now where it's like a lot of my work a lot of my stuff that i'd be writing it it, it it is it is black now and i think it's a good thing i want to keep it that way because even though i think it, i feel weird some there's a beautiful about the beautiful girl about to walk in the phenomenal but now I think I think that's dope because I guess that's what kind of gives it its color and I guess what kind of gives it its voice. In reality, are in reality, are, there are a lot of people out there who do feel who are black who do feel like they're not represented. I guess and they do not they don't feel acknowledged. So, so I get this. So it's um I don't know, man. It's interesting. Like I don't know. It's a special thing. I think representation is important because reality is like I remember um, there was this one homie I got. He write he writes plays. My homie went to, we went to Arizona State together. And one thing I remember him telling me was like there was the lady, I forgot how do how do you worded it the lady, the I forgot what it was, I forgot what it was, I forgot what the situation was, but the woman who was on start you know I don't even know man the point is representation matters that's the point representation matters and I think you should take it seriously you know you know but it's kind of weird because I don't know I've never I don't know. When I be hearing, like, I was listening to this one podcast and we're talking about racial oppression, about how they feel oppressed, like how black people can't get jobs and shit like that. That struggle, like, of just like you not being able to get a gig or you feeling like you're not. That struggle I never had because I always felt like I don't know. I think what I don't, what I don't like, I guess sometimes is when you have people when they talk about like quote unquote like black issues, they try to like, I guess try to. I don't want to say like. There are a lot of struggles to being black. There are a lot of struggles. There are a lot of issues. I think a lot of them, the umbrella of them I've dealt with. I don't like it when some people who just because they are black, they just kind of like kind of, they just kind of like, I kind of put this in a nice word. There are some prejudices that I do feel people are just saying or just piggybacking on when, I don't know, like, I'm gonna tell you this guy. I was listening to this guy, right? This is a guy named Godfrey. He was on Vlad TV. Just to give an example, and he was talking about how um, when he was growing up, 
He used to always say, girls used to always say, I mean, he's a good-looking dude. He used to always say girls would tell him, you're cute to be dark-skinned. You're cute to be dark-skinned. Or, I don't usually date dark-skinned guys. You're cute to be dark-skinned. I don't usually talk to them. Now, I thought about that. And he said, and what he also said was something I used to always say, too. Was he used to say, like, growing up, when I used to go to school, when I used to grow, when I was growing up, you see a girl talking about, oh, he's so cute. He's so bad. And he'd be a light-skinned. He just is light-skinned. And... It'd be an ugly dude, some ugly ass dude who's not even cute just because he's light skinned and she likes him. And I really thought about that because I used to say that. I used to say that maybe up until about two or three years ago. You used to always say that. Now I don't agree with that. Because I was thinking about that now, like, like I had a cousin, he pulls female, like women like him, but he actually is a good looking dude. Like he has a good face structure. I grew Girls call me cute all the time. Girls call my older brother cute all the time. My older brother is dark skinned. He has a good facial structure. I have a younger brother who girls call cute all the fucking time, but he has light skinned green eyes. But even outside of him having light being light skinned, having green eyes, he has a really good, he has a great jawline, a great chin, he has great cheekbones. It's the same thing with um, brother dudes. But then when I brought up to this one dude that I was talking to yesterday, we were having, we were having a conversation about it. And he told me that, I said, nah, I don't believe that. He said, because we got one homie named, uh, I ain't going to say his name, but. He he like he, he has light skin and green eyes and ways, but he just is ugly. Like he looks like a like a light skinned bald eagle. And so like and so like it's weird because like he he don't get no girls. And so I was like, man, hey, it happens. Like so, I don't know. I think I don't. So I'm saying that to say this, and I used to say that. I used to say that, but now that I'm now now at this time, I don't really see that as much. You know, I I don't really see that as much. Like most light skinned dudes who I see that see that are like females are really going gaga over. I can see the logic why. Like I got a one homie, but just call him C. You know, he has bad acne, but he does have good facial structure. He is a good height. He does have a good look. He does dress nice sometimes. You know, like I can see the logic. You know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Like so, I do. I will say. I will say. I do think probably being like. I will say. Obviously, being light skinned is more fetishized. Fetished fetished than being dark skinned that is true but that's just it is what it is i mean nigga how do you think i'm feeling i'm six one being six two six three and six four and six five is obviously more ideal than being six one because six one is like tall but like in that middle ground kind of tall like you're not really that you need a good night bitches ain't breaking their neck trying to look up at you you know so i don't know like i think i think i think i think at the end of the day i think at the end of the day you just got to learn to rep your set and at the same time just have confidence in like whatever is like Whatever is making you unique, because I mean, I think I think the mistake we make. I think here's the issue with that whole light skin dark skin thing, and I've talked about this a dozen times. There are light skinned women who are beautiful. There are dark skinned women who are beautiful. There are light skinned men who are beautiful. There are dark skinned men who are beautiful. There are light skinned Asians who are beautiful. There are light there are light skinned Cambodians who are beautiful. There are dark skinned Cambodians who are beautiful. There are no Samoans that are beautiful. Now, what is? I have no issue with that. I think the issue we have is when we try to say one is better than the other, and that's where the issue comes. And even then, it kind of goes both ways because I'm the same person who might say, I, "Nigga, you can find it. You can find." It. I put a Snapchat, I put a story up on my, uh, I put a, I put a quote I wrote up on my Instagram talking about some, I'm taller and cuter than half the niggas, bitches you niggas date. So what's up? And that's me saying also because I'm tall, I'm better than any other short nigga you I can see. And real, realistically, that's not true because my, yeah, my older brother who was cuter than me, I'll give him that. He used to pull hella girls, and I know I can I can name two girls off tops who didn't want to fuck me, but wanted to fuck him heavily, and and it's just a game. It's just it is what it is. Like you can't, like I can't really, I can't really, like I can't. I don't know. So I think all of us have preferences, and I think all of us have. I think all of us have preferences. 
I think this is I think this is the mentality. This is the mentality I woke up with today about the whole thing. I think all of us have preferences. I think all of us have types that we like and types that we have ideal. I think it's just for you. If you look at a certain type, if you have a certain type, you shouldn't let anybody else convince you that you're that you're wrong for liking that type and you're wrong for having that preference. And at the same time, you're not going to have you're not going to make me feel bad about myself if I don't look like your preference and I don't look like your type of your idea of what beauty is. I think that's just how the world works. And I think that's I think that's how it should be. You're not gonna make me feel bad for being dark skinned with nigga. I think I'm beautiful. I think my skin I think my skin tone is chocolatey and luscious and beautiful. You're not gonna make me feel ugly, nigga, when I know for a fact on a pure scientific level, nigga, my face structure is beautiful. You're not gonna make me feel insecure about my height when I know on this really purely scientific level I'm a good height. So, you know, I think that's the same. I think I think if we start walking around it start walking around being confident about who we are, we'll care less. Cause that's how you make it, nigga. Like I always have a being black is cool now. Being black has always been cool. It just now started being marketably accepted. I'm talking about marketably acceptable to be black. I'm not talking about 50, 40 years ago when black music was hella popular. So the record labels would sign black artists and bleed these niggas for everything that every every fucking cent and money that they they boys can make them. But still at the same time be kind of shy about these motherfuckers is performing for white kids, but they can't even fucking fucking sleep at the white hotel. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just. I'm talking about this on a pure level. Like Black Panther is a immensely, obviously. That's the one thing I loved about Black Panther. That was the one thing I loved. It's an obviously black targeting niggas black film, and at the same time, there's no shame in that. There's no shame in that having that film out there. I love that. I, I love the pride in that. I love the pride in that, and like I, I love that we can have that. Like that a big film company that Marvel will fund that film and it can do a billion dollars in the box office because what's going to happen now is is now that they see the hotbed they see that the hotbed for making money now is investing in black shit investing in black shit that's why when you had that film that which i, I even seen the film yet and i'm just going to already say i think it was probably was a shitty film that film that they had that oprah they got oprah and a bunch of other um, uh, curly hair brown skin girls are playing i think it's called um the fuck is that name what is the name of that film? It's um, what is the name of that film? It's uh, what is the name of that film? Um, I forgot what it's called. But um, when they got all those characters to play in that film, the reason why they got them, they didn't get, they didn't get them, they didn't get them because they didn't get them because they they got them be. I forgot what the name of that book was, but it's a fantasy book, or like a children's fantasy book. And the cast in the book is just un 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 unregular, just just regular, unirregular looking white people from Britain. But they made the cast black because they want to add that special feel to it. First of all, I think they did that because they know for a fact. I tried to read the book. That book is that book is boring. Is is fucking watching paint dry. So I think they made it black to add an extra spice, add that special like. That's one thing I don't like, and I, I mean, but you know, even then, like I think I do feel they are making a lot of characters, a lot of films with black cast, just because it's trendy now, not because they're trying to get representation. But at the same time, but at the same time, I'll take that, I'll take that, and I'll accept that because all it is is more representation for my children when I have them. That's more movie. That's more movies for them to grow up and see. Oh, like I, I, bro, it's so weird to me, like how kids see Black Panther and think he's so cool. It is weird because I don't think he's cool. <laughs> The coolest thing about Black Panther, to me, honestly, is the name, the suit, and just the fact that he's black. But powers-wise on that shit, he's it's nothing it's nothing spectacular. But I love the fact that there's a black black superhero for us out there to watch. Like I love the kids can see that and want to model after that. Like, so I will thank Chadwick Boseman. 
I would think the director, the film, the screenplay writer behind the film, I forgot his name. I think he went to Sac State, actually. And I would thank um, Michael B. Jordan for doing that, for my kids when I have my kids, for my nephews and nieces when I have my nieces and nephews. Well, I have nieces and nephews already, but I, I thank them for that. I, that means a whole lot to me, like, like the wrong way. And I think when I get older, what I'm going to start doing is like when I, when, when my podcast is like really successful and uber successful and I have a mansion in Wales and have a, have a small flat in Little Italy, San Diego, I think I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start funding, I'm going to start funding projects from other ethnicities, like say for example, Polynesian films and Tahitian films and even Indian films. Like bro, Indian culture is so fucking rich, bro. I was, I'll be watching somebody, I'll be watching somebody, I'll be watching somebody films on, um, the Bollywood films on Netflix. And it's just such a colorful culture. Just when you watch their films, it's all these beautiful actresses and all these different colors and shades. And it's just amazing. I love it. It's, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting too to see like a lot of Indians. Like I notice a lot of Indians, a lot of Indo Fijians, a lot of Indians when they come to America and they grow up here. A lot of them have a heavy, are heavily influenced by the black culture. Like a lot of them, kind of adopt the hip hop culture, and it's kind of, it's kind of funny. It's kind of weird about that because, like, India ge- geographically, India ain't really that far from Africa, and so I don't know. I asked somebody, I asked the Indian guy to see. He was actually, um, see, uh, what is it? What was he? Um, she, 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 she what, what do you call them niggas? Siege, see. Sing. He was a sing. Sing. He was a sing. He was, he was something. He was something that that he was that thing. And so, like, I asked him. I I'm gonna ask him. Like, are are Fijians actually our mom? What was I gonna say? What was I asking him? Are are Indians actually? Are Indians actually? Are Indians actually? Um, are Indians actually black? And I asked him that. And I, and I asked him that because I was like, I asked him that. I asked him that because I was like. They look so. They look. They don't look. They don't look like just like us. But you, you could see. They look like distant cut. They look. They look like distant cousins. So I was wondering, like, maybe are they, are they, clo- are they closer descended from us than I thought they were? But you know, it could be. It could be a possibility. Like, it's not a. It ain't a, it ain't a foreign thought. But I brought that up because me and my home, we got two dudes to hang out in the clique, and we were talking about how they act very like. They try their hardest. They try their hardest to be act hella, hella, hella black with like when they be putting up Snapchats and shit. Like this is one dude. I don't want to say his name because he gonna be pissed off when I talk about him. But like he be he be putting up Snapchats and like his Snapchats like yeah nigga yeah nigga we we in the cuts and we in the cuts. And I'm like bro like you're at Starbucks, but like it's not not the serious. But I mean hey man, it's the I think that's what makes the culture dope is when you see more when you see more people trying to adopt the culture. When you see more people I guess kind of indulging in like. The quote unquote the lingo and shit. I guess that's what makes it more interesting. But like, I don't know. So that's that was weird. That was actually that was because that was one thing we brought up yesterday. When we was talking was it was like because he was he was saying because one thing he brought up too was like he was saying like he doesn't like when he sees other people of other races say the n word. Like he said, I don't like when I see Asians say nigga. I don't like when I see Mexicans say nigga. And I was like, okay, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to me though because I was like because I grew up in Vallejo and in Vallejo up until I grew up out there and out there it was calm when you. I don't know. We had a different. We I don't know. It was a long debate. The conclusion I came to it was it just dep- it just depends on how distant you how it just depends on how distant you see that race. I do know like when I was, I do know when I was growing up like where I grew up at the general rule was Mexicans could say it, Asians could say it, just white people couldn't say it. That was a general rule. But I think the difference in Vallejo is is when you go to Vallejo, Vallejo is a very Vallejo, California. Shout out to everybody from the Bay Area who's listening to the podcast right now. Vallejo is a very unique city because when you go to that city. 
there are so many different ethnic groups and all of us grow up together. Like, especially if you grow up in the ghetto out there, our ghettos are made up of, I don't want to say all of us is poor, but all of it is made up of poor Cambodians and poor Filipinos and poor blacks. So there's kind of like a sense of brotherhood there that you, you're not going to find in Sacramento. You're not going to find in a Fresno. You might find in Stockton, actually. Stockton's kind of like that. You might find in Stockton. So because of that, so I think, I think, I don't, do I feel some way when I see other people who are other races say nigga? Not really, because I don't really give a fuck. But like, when I used to see people who were from the suburbs say it, I felt some type of way because I feel like unless you grew up in the hood, if you grew up in a heavily black environment where you where you're going to see a lot of Filipino and black couples, you're going to see a lot of Filipino and blacks. We get into fights with other races and we all squabbing and we all brothers. You're going to see a lot. You're going to see a lot of that. So because so because of that is like so I think if you had if you have that. You're gonna have that sense of brotherhood, but if you didn't have that, it feels like you're just kind of emulating the culture just to emulate the culture. Like, so, but I don't care, man. I think, I think that's, I think that was makes the world cultural. I think cultural appropriation does make the world cooler. Like, that's what makes it cool is you see people indulging and adopting certain things. Like, so it's dope, nigga. I tell you the same thing. Like, I tell you on this podcast every day. I speak Portuguese and love Portuguese music, nigga. I'm far from Portuguese, but at the same time, I think it's, I think it's lit. I think the culture's beautiful. I think. The women are beautiful, so it, so it's all it's kind of like a whole mix of things. Selling the hell, I don't tell. It hasn't been any white people, who, white people who have walked up to me and tried to snatch the snatch snatch my tele snatch my charger cord out the wall and be like, "White people invented this electricity." No, you know, so, so that's what happened. It's dope. I don't know. I think that pretty much co- I think that pretty much covers everything we could we was talking about. I don't really had that. I don't really had that much more. I guess to like really um touch on i guess um uh, i'm trying to think of anything else i i, I asked i asked y'all lazy ass niggas to let me know in, the, in my snapchat and let me know on my instagram if you guys had if i had any topics if you if i had any topics that if i had any topics that if i had any topics that if you guys had any topics that you would want me to touch on before i could do the podcast but y'all niggas neglected to send me the topics and now we have an issue because now i'm running out of topics but it's gucci we can do this all day. I don't even. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you straight up. I don't. I usually. Y'all know. I don't even usually do episodes on Saturday. It's just what happened was. It's like I said. I couldn't get to. The, I couldn't get to the microphone yesterday. And I feel like I owed you guys an episode. So because of that, I feel like you know. Fuck it. Let's have a conversation. Shit. Now. Um. What was I gonna? What was I gonna say? I think I, I'm really thinking about it, my birthdays. And my birthdays in a month. I take about that birthdays in a month. I really am. I really am really I'm thinking about like trying to be like a. I'm gonna do two things. We're gonna throw either he's gonna be either one of two things. He's gonna be like a birthday function we're gonna throw. And I can't throw it at my place because the last time last time my cousin shout out to my cousin Will. I keep telling you gotta check out his YouTube channel. Because the last time we had a last time we had a function, the police got called and y'all and y'all niggas fucked it up. So it is that was bad. But like Either that or I'm thinking about driving out to like Lake Tahoe or some shit like that. I don't know, but like I'm trying to do something different for my birthday. Because every time my birthday comes, I always either go eat out or I always just end up recording an episode just being alone and in solitude and not having any friends. I'm trying to do something different. Like, even if I just throw a party and making everybody show up. But even now, I don't know. Because <laughs> it just be with all be my, all my friends. Because all my family's too old to even fucking party. Maybe, maybe I can just go to Vegas. But like, I've, I've yet to, I've yet to go to Vegas. Like, Hello? Never got to go. I haven't even been. I haven't been able to even to get to go to Vegas yet. So that'd be some legit. Shout out to the homie Junior. They actually in Vegas, actually in Vegas right now. But like, 
I don't know. That might be the, that might be the next mission. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We'll see what, we'll see what happens. Um, but damn, I think I'm up to end this one. I think it's what thirty six minutes we've been talking. Play in this one and see 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 where my ride is at because I gotta get back to the city. I might be going out tonight. Might have no choice but to, might, might have no choice but to go out tonight. And we'll see what's going on. Seven point seven nineteen. Club opens in three hours. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens. But anyway, I'm gonna close the podcast down. Pleasure talking to you guys. I'm gonna do some Q and A's on Instagram. Some Q and A's on Snapchat. Let me know what's going on. Send me some more questions. I answer. I answer them on Monday tomorrow. Of course, my episode because tomorrow's a Sunday. Pleasure talking to y'all. Much love. People spread this podcast, and we are out. <laughs>